0: Alright guys, once again, this is another episode that was pre-recorded. Pre-recorded, so the date that this is going to be published, so the one that you are now hearing, is December 6th, 2020. It should be a Sunday. Should be a Sunday. So, On my previous two episodes, we spoke about Joseph Stalin and his rise to power, Adolf Hitler and his rise to power. Then we started to speak some on another rise to power, and we couldn't finish it in that episode, so I continued it in the next one. Didn't tell you who that was yet, but I'm going to reveal that one to you as well. Then, as I was reading one, I just couldn't help myself. I had to go ahead and let you know that was Fidel Castro. And then I gave you another example. So the other two examples that I gave you of people coming into power was, and I know I'm going to butcher this one, because, let's face it, it, it it's, it's nearly impossible for me to pronounce nearly anybody's name from China. Mayo Zaidong was the one that got started in the, one of the previous episodes and finished in the last episode. That was his rise to power then we looked at Fidel Castro and his rise to power, and I really couldn't come up with any real good details on how, but I gave some of the example of some of the things that happened for him to rise to power was Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. So... Some of this is, or most of these, are... (coughs) Ugh, sorry, keep coughing. Most of these are pretty peaceful when they start out, and they tend to get a little bit violent. And one of the things that... They do is they make sure that they take out the opposition. And I spoke a little bit on that on the end of my previous episode. But let's look at the similarities with that that I've given you examples of in our current predicament here in the United States with the Democrats. So, with the Democrats here in the United States, granted, it isn't just the Democrats, it's some of them that are on the left, that are the extreme left, that have such a radical view on how how their things should be done, <clears throat> that they embrace some of these previous people that we've talked about. Now I know a lot of ta- a lot of people on the Democrat side have called Donald Trump the modern day Hitler, which is an absolutely outrageous, preposterous thing to say because he's not targeting anybody he's not trying to fully take over our government because he knows that if he tried to do that it would he wouldn't succeed honestly he wouldn't succeed doing that because there's too many people against him and as far as him possibly Using his power to silence those people that are against him, he's not done that either. Because at this point, I think if he was going to, he would have done it by now. He's not getting rid of people that are opposed to him, he's getting rid of people that are corrupt. But that's beside the point. I'm not, we're not looking at Donald Trump today. We're looking at the similarities between those on the extreme left here in the United States today and the pattern of similarities with those of socialist or communist or dictatorship regimes in previous lifetimes. (laughs) So, one of the things that is very, very similar is division. And I spoke about this a little bit already on a previous episode, but division is something that usually these dictatorships and regimes tend to sow into the people that are in the general public. And they use that to divide the people and create tension. Where they're not paying attention to what's going on in the government anymore. And they're too focused on each other and fighting amongst each other to pay attention. Now, I know a lot of people have said, well, Donald Trump's the one that's guilty of that. He's been doing that since he got into office. Wait, pump the brakes just a minute pump the brakes just a minute. He's not the one that's sowing the divide. Let's take a look at this just for an example, just for a second. Race relations, during the time of Bush, for example, we didn't really have widespread talk of the whites beating down blacks or cops that were just shooting black people just because they were black or a big thing about white supremacists or anything like that then we have a black man run for office Barack Obama Barack Obama runs for the president he gets the presidency Shortly after he's in office, suddenly there is a huge problem with police brutality on blacks. Suddenly there's a big problem with white people that are just inherently racist. Suddenly there's a big problem with white people Not liking Hispanics. Now, I don't know about you, but I seem to see a pretty common pattern there of division. Didn't happen under Donald Trump's years as president. Didn't start there. It started with Obama, and Obama used this, used the things that were happening, like Trayvon Martin, to not only use it as a political tool to further himself in his political races when he came up for re-election, but also as a way to further divide the country because I don't know if you all remember it Trayvon Martin they said was shot by a white guy well when you look at him he wasn't white he was Hispanic it was a Hispanic individual that shot Trayvon Martin Now, we still really don't know 100% all the details of how that came to be, how that happened, why it happened. It was just a bad situation. It really was. Now, from what I understand, I understand that Trayvon Martin didn't live in that area where he was found and then followed. So i'm not saying that it was okay that he got shot because it's not honestly anybody losing their life is terrible it really is but if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time in in a place that you should have never been to begin with and something happens that's the risk you have when you go to a place that you shouldn't be Like I said, I'm not giving an excuse to him. Mr. I think his name was Zimmerman. I don't even remember. I, I don't. I try not to remember all that, but I'm not giving an excuse for him to have shot Trayvon Martin at all. But I will say that if it had been me as Trayvon Martin, would I have made an effort to do something differently? I would have tried maybe, first of all, I wouldn't try to walk through a place that I know I don't belong, and I know they've got security. I'm not going to do that. Because we never know what kind of hot-headed individual that might be security there, how they might react to your presence. Number two, when I got caught by whoever was security at that time, or neighborhood watch or whatever, I wouldn't try to keep walking and leaving unless there was an understanding of, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to be here. I just used this as a shortcut to get back home or to get to the store, wherever, whether I was going or coming. Try to make the individual understand what's really going on. And if I were to Have done things right probably wouldn't happen to me. Even though I'm white, it shouldn't matter of the color. And that's another thing we need to really get out of our heads. Is mentioning a color when you mention anything negative at all. Let's stop that. How about instead we start referring to each other as Americans? Because that's what you are. If you live in America, you're an American. If you live in America and you don't like America, nobody's keeping you here. if you like how things are running in another country please by all means go to that country go try to live there, see how it really is, if you, if you still like it stay there if not, if you don't like it maybe you come back and say okay so the way we're running it now is the best but I'm getting off subject again So. Once again, I started, uh, started down something, had a direction that I wanted to head, and then got running off chasing rabbits again. So, we take a look at this. We see the similarities. There's division being sown in this country day by day. Of every way, shape, and form you could possibly think of. They're dividing us by our color, by our sexual preference, by our religious preferences, by our political preferences, hell, they're even dividing us by the shows that we watch. They're dividing us by the sports that we watch. They're dividing us in every way, shape, and form that they could possibly think of just to keep us fighting amongst ourselves. So that we're not paying attention to what's really going on. Then, as if that's not bad enough, we have the economy shut down. And some places it's still shut down. California, I'm looking straight at you, still locked down from the coronavirus. When a lot of places have opened back up, like, thank God I live in Florida with a governor that's smart enough to say yes let's open it back up and continue normal life just do it with caution Thank God and Ron DeSantis if you if if by any chance if by any chance this ever does get up to where it's listened to by higher individuals in government Ron DeSantis, Thank you. Thank you for allowing my state to be reopened and us go back to work. I just wish my wife would take advantage of that. But that's a subject for a different time. Whatever. That's a personal issue. We're not going to go into that. So. But Ron DeSantis, thank you. Thank you for opening my state back up. Thank you for not requiring a mask mandate. Because it shouldn't be mandated. If you feel like you need to wear it, wear it. We've already gone over that discussion. But like I said, division, they're using this coronavirus as another way to. Keep your mind or keep your eyes away from what's going on in the government. They're trying to get rid of our police in some states. They're using the people that are on the lowest of the low in poverty to gain support for their party's agenda saying that they'll do everything they can for the little man. And they never do. One thing that you can bank on anytime time a Democrat gets in office, they're going to raise your taxes. Whether you're rich, you're in the middle class, or you're in the poor. Your taxes are going to get raised, period. They also target people that are opposition, whether they be in office or just in the general public. They target them and eliminate them either by exile or by execution look at Kamala Harris and AOC and Elon Omar. They want to get rid of all the Trump supporters in the United States. Because they're so bad. They're the reason why we're in the predicament we're in. We caused the problems in this country and everything else. So They want to get rid of our guns. They want to get rid of our Second Amendment. And ain't nobody gonna tell me any different. Because they've already said they wanted to. And don't give me that, oh, they just want to get rid of one type of gun or another. Because I've already spoke on that before. Where does it stop? You start giving them an inch, they'll take a mile. They'll take ten. I ain't gonna stop. They'll keep taking from you until you have no firearms left, no kinds of weapons left to defend yourself at all. Then the criminals can come right in, do whatever they want. The government can do whatever they want because they're not held responsible anymore by a armed citizenry. Then they can push policies and change things the way they see fit because then they what they say goes. Nobody can hold them responsible at that point. The only the only reason why our government can't do the things that they can uh, they want to do right now is because we the people still at least partially at the moment hold the power because we are armed to the teeth with guns and ammo and they know that if they do enough things wrong there's enough of us that would stand up against them and say no. If you've never watched the Disney movie A Bug's Life that Brings it into focus pretty well. You remember Hopper on their little vacation area with the, like, little pool, which it wasn't a pool, it was a puddle. And it was like a Mexican, like, restaurant kind of theme kind of thing. And I'm guessing that they were in Mexico somewhere. Hopper and his friends are there and they're enjoying their lives. It's like a vacation. They're drinking and eating and they're just having a good old time. It's about time for Hopper and his gang to go back to the anthill and take what's quote-unquote rightfully theirs. Then they... He hears about two of them that decide that why do we need to go back? We've got enough food here. And Hopper turns to him and said, yeah, you know what, you're right. We do have enough here. Why go back? Well, let's pretend this little seed is a tiny little ant. Oh, wait, I'm jumping ahead. He said, but then there was that one ant. And then they mentioned to him, yeah, but it's just one guy. Yeah, you're right, it was. It was just one ant. Let's pretend this is them. this is a tiny little ant. He throws a seed at him and says, did that hurt? He says, no. He throws another one at him. How about that? No, didn't hurt. Then he pulls the thing off of the jar and lets the entire thing of seeds fall down and cover the two sitting at the bar. And then he decides to do the best speech I've ever heard to bring everything into light you let one stand up and they'll all stand up. It's not about food. It's about keeping them in line and that's exactly what our government does. See, they're not worried about you. They're not worried if you have food to make it through they're not concerned that if you can pay your bills. They don't care if your family's in rough times or not. They're gonna come on TV and into your state and into your city and they're gonna do their speeches and they're gonna talk about how much they care about you and how much that they're gonna fight for you and how much they're going to help fix this problem. Well, the problem with that is some of these politicians have been in politics for years. And a lot of them have had hand a hand in writing some of the very things that have put you in the predicament that you might be in today. Like, for example, Joe Biden. Joe Biden had a hand in writing and bringing in the 93 crime bill, or the 94 crime bill, or whatever it was in the early 90s. A crime bill that specifically targeted minority groups. I'm not going to tiptoe around it. It specifically targeted black people. made them to where they were being put in jail in just ungodly amounts of numbers. Ungodly amounts of numbers for petty crimes. And it would keep them in prison for long periods of time. Now all of a sudden, here comes Joe Biden running for president and saying he's going to fix it. Well, being that you wrote the bill, you should be the one to fix it. But should we allow you the chance to get become president running on the promise that you're going to change it? Because I've, I, I still don't think your agenda has changed. It's just whoever you're talking to at the moment. And Kamala Harris, look at what she did. Kamala wrote or put several people into prison for petty crimes, mostly minorities. Petty crimes like possession of marijuana. Are you serious? Possession of marijuana? Put them in prison for long periods of time. There's several more examples I can give you about Kamala Harris and the things that she's done. But I don't have that kind of time. The fact of the matter is that no matter how you look at it if you look at the examples that I've already given you on how people came into power and then line it up with those that are on the Democratic Party and the things that they've been pushing to have done for many years it lines up perfect see all you have to do is take a look do some research make sure that you look into this Anyhow, that's all the time I've got. So, I'm going to end this right here. Remember, if you're listening to this and you like what you're hearing, share it with somebody that you think would like it. Make sure that you're helping this channel grow. It needs to grow. There needs to be some of this information that I'm giving out needs to be given to people. Some people need to hear it. So, that's all the time I got. So, stay safe. Keep your family safe. Pray. And God bless America.
1: My generation's afraid of opinions Y'all so intolerant They're ashamed of themselves Cause they're privileged and whiter They're black and the opposite You get charged with harassment For hugging a woman Or giving a compliment Y'all way too sensitive yet Offended to death Bring all the coffins in I swear that y'all are mad at everything That don't affect your life Hey I swear that y'all believe that being offended just means that you're right, hey, I swear that y'all just wanna be the only ones who everyone lies, hey, I swear if I swear at you ninnies, you probably so triggered you cry, and nobody wants to be real, everyone's scared of how everyone feels, we become so ultra-sensitive and hyper-tolerant that honestly, honesty gon' be illegal, it's crazy y'all get so shocked and bothered from people saying things that aren't responsible, if that seems logical, y'all are weak then, if someone says retard it ruins your weekend, and that's retarded, my hair been embraced, Cause it looks hella awesome Yeah, I like to scream I appropriate culture But I don't hear nothing I'm paying homage Y'all are just trying to get likes on your comments Googling quotes that are socially conscious And saying you're woke doesn't make you a prophet. It makes you a liar and stupid obnoxious Always on that blah blah Y'all should keep it to yourselves Miss me with that drama You must think I'm someone else I don't wanna fuck with me Cause I don't feel the pressure No, I will not be censored I'm not afraid, that's why they fuck, fuck with me My name will be remembered And I will live forever I bet y'all hate that y'all are stuck, stuck with me. me Happy Halloween, for one evening only You wear what you want <laughs> Unless it's a poncho, a headdress, or afro You'll piss someone off hey. I'd say Merry Christmas, but I know that it's about to be gone If religious freedom's such a dire issue, why you dress like a priest in October for fun? Don't let them censor your thoughts Don't let them make you regret that you talked Don't let them tell you that nice is the lie Trying to make you all righter when nothing is wrong Yeah, words hurt you, clothes hurt you, memes hurt you, jokes hurt you, we hurt you Half the time you don't even probably know what hurt you But you super mad, trust we heard you You a pawn in a broken system Are you triggered much? You been showing symptoms Y'all are so addicted to being hopeless victims Y'all can crash a plane and blame the road conditions And your only sickness is your social vision Makes you scared of choices but you pro-decision So you march a lot but never go to dinner Yelling way too loud until no one listens Always on that blah, blah Y'all should keep it to yourselves Miss me with that drama You must think I'm someone else Cause y'all don't wanna fuck with me Cause I don't feel the pressure No, I will not be censored I'm not afraid, that's why they fuck with me My name will be remembered I will live forever I bet y'all hate that y'all are stuck stuck with me You look like the devil, you sound like some Christians You just want a medal for asking permission You just want a pat on the back in addition to being so tolerant Fine, I admit it, you're nicer, you're better, you're righter You're brilliant, most sensitive creatures in all of existence My freedom of thought should be censored with prison The world would be better if we weren't so different (laughs) Always on that blah blah Y'all should keep it to yourselves Drama, you must think I'm someone else Cause y'all don't wanna fuck with me Cause I don't feel the pressure, no I will not be censored I'm not afraid, that's why they fuck with with me My name will be remembered, and I will live forever I bet y'all hate that y'all are stuck stuck with me. me